This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. Hello, listeners. I hope everyone out there has seen Wonder Woman. I mean, according to the domestic box office breaking records, it looks like everybody has. And I think that's a great thing. Now, I am... I my critical brain cannot turn off. That uh, is my uh, that is the truth. I didn't really like the movie. Um, I don't want to get in on, on all those details. You know, there are some things that I think undermine a little bit of her journey um, in the third act, as well as I think a little bit of her kind of like naive. Oh my God, I'm the dummy now. Um, her being naive about the world sort of undermined the um, all-female culture of the Amazonians. But you know what? I don't want to get into that. You know, there's going to be so many people writing about it. Um, it. Who gives a shit if I liked it or not? What is great um, and I want to focus on is the positive thing of a female director directing a female-led action blockbuster summer movie breaking records because what that will do is as they some articles said is it's going to break the ceiling um i hope it does you know nothing happens overnight but what we need is allow this movie to move forward so we can have better opportunities for female directors and female-led movies um, this the best part about this is that I hope there is more Wonder Woman movies because I think they can be even better than this one. Um, and just in general, I want I've, I've said it before. I just want more female lead in all genres. It doesn't just mean to be summer action movies. I, mean, I can't wait for Marvel to bring out its Captain Marvel that so we can see Carol Danvers as a lead character as well as I can't wait for that new uh, Charlize Theron movie Atomic Blonde coming out this year but this is the first big step for that in cinema Um, we're showing I mean there was Catherine Bigelow before this but we're showing that in the big blockbuster films not just the art for films for award season but a female director can break box office records but you don't need to hear that from me um, you're seeing it by people going and people praising this um, Wonder Woman, the movie. Go see it. Uh, um, make your own opinions about it. Love it. Um, I don't think you can hate it because I don't hate it. I just disliked it. There's problems with it in the script. I think the direction is good. I think Gal Gadot is great. Um, I do think the script has issues. But hey, that was written by a man. Am I right? Oh, God, that... Everybody's going to hate this now. But you know what? Hate me. Who cares? Go see the movie, support it, and then support more female directors. It can't just stop there. It has to continue on. Um, There's great storytellers that aren't getting the chance. This is showing that that can change. So let's keep being positive and support that. Um, And speaking of support, support all the great shows right here at Boardwalk Audio by clicking on the website, that big button that says support our artists, then make your purchases at amazon.com. We get a small kickback and keep these great shows coming to you. And you know what? Speaking of great um, female um, performers and creators of, of content such as Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot, my guest this week is a wonderful um, woman that I'm lucky to know. She's a great comedian. She's a um, performer in the comedy scene in Los Angeles. She's a funny actress. God, she's just great. She's just great. I love every time I'm around her. It's a joy, um, and I, you know, we can't help but not giggle uh, and be dumb and call each other out and just kind of cut each other down in a sense of just in order to uplift us and become better people. She is wonderful. So let's get to this great episode with my guest, Madeline Wigger. All right. I'm here with Madeline Wigger. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're just squinting and then smiling and laughing at me. 
Yep. Uh, great. We just uh, midday or mid yeah, early evening. Yeah, starting out our evening. Uh, we started our, our evening into the night. A little happy hour. <laughs> a little happy, 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 happy hour yeah. with uh, H.P. Lovecraft's. The, the, I keep adding the to it, but it's H.P. Lovecraft's reanimator yeah what a what a a happy hour flip what a happy hour this is definitely a (laughs) different kind of happy hour than you most (laughs) listeners have probably gone out it's definitely it had a drink involved in some sense uh it had a special Mm -hmm. uh but before we get into that (laughs) right away into the discussing because this is my first time two things first off um for our listeners Give sure. us, um, since it's my first time ever um, seeing this movie, Reanimator, for people out there that have, like want to be reacquainted with if they've seen it before or those who haven't heard, seen the movie, um, give us a synopsis. Okay. So Reanimator is based off of H.P. Lovecraft's um, either novel or maybe a short story. I'm not really sure, but uh, basically this scientist um, was in Switzerland and then... We don't really find out, like, if he... I guess he just left on his own, but, like, he gets caught during an experiment. Uh, You know, this sort of reanimation experiment. And then he goes to the U.S., goes to medical school, meets uh, this other, like, handsome medical student uh, who's, like, also looking for a roommate, becomes his roommate, (laughs) uh, and then starts doing experiments in his basement. And then... Reanimation ensues, uh, lots of blood and craziness and uh Feel free to spoil stuff if oh, we're, you know this is just, this is a not this is a spoil s- spoil sp- zone. Spoil zone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the spoil zone. <laughs> yeah, so they uh so I already forgot it West. West I don't remember his first this, name. I just looked up so this this movie is based on a, sh- I'm assuming short, short story because it just says story mm-hmm. by H.P. Lovecraft. And the title of the original was Herbert West. Yeah. Reanimator. Yes. That's the name yeah. of the So of- Herbert West is the, the guy who used to be in Switzerland. We don't even know. Like, he has an American accent. Like I assume he's an American that went to Germany oh, yeah. and worked and, off yeah. of just what's given to us. That he's working with a German. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, well, dumb side note, that they said Dr. Gruber's first name, and his first name is Hans. I'd have to go back and rewind it, but I swear they call, they say Hans Gruber, which is oh. hilarious to me because Hans Gruber is the villain in Die Hard, if that is true. Which, in that came later, Die Hard, but I wonder if that's a nod to it or if it's just they, they so. very, it is a very interesting name. Because that's a Gruber. great villain in all of cinema from Gruber. Die Hard. Gruber just... To me, doesn't sound super scary. Gruber sounds like goober to me, so it's like endearing. Oh well, <laughs> Hans. Maybe when you watch Die Hard, you're more on his side. You're like, yeah, he's an endearing am. guy that it's shoots a, a Japanese man that, in the head. You need to revisit it. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe take a try. I mean, I just look at just it from Gruber's side. I mean, he clearly had to shoot that Japanese man in the head to get what he wanted. They weren't giving him up, giving the the codes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Die Hard. Love it. Respect it. Got to revisit it. Great. It is a wonderful movie to watch during the holidays. So, Mr. West. Yes. So he. Um, so he's like hanging out in the basement of this apartment. And he's like immediately was like, I'm going to give you cash and I want to immediately move in. And where's your basement? Because I want to do experiments down there. Mm-hmm. And so handsome Dimple Man. What's his name? Uh, I forget. Well, handsome uh, man. That's Bruce. Or oh, that's the actor's name. Bruce. Uh, Dan, Dan Kane oh, yeah, is the right. character's Kane. name. Dan Kane. Dan so Dan uh, has a girlfriend who's uh, also a med-, med student, and they immediately are like, this guy's creepy, but, uh, you know, they, they're engaged. They don't live together because it's 1985. Right. And um, let's see. So he's So one day they're, like, making out on the couch, and then uh, she's like, where's your cat, Rufus? 
And Dan's like, I don't know. And she's like, your cat always greets me or like hisses at me. It was like really awkward. They just like (laughs) weaseled that, that conversation in there. She goes looking for the cat. Can't find it. Then goes into um, West's room and looks around for a really long time. There's a long buildup. And then she opens the mini fridge that's in his room to reveal a dead cat. In green glow. Oh, yeah. And then a shelf below, there's green glowing liquid. Right. <laughs> you, I think you, <laughs> I don't, I'm all for spoilers, but you could speed up the synopsis. You don't have to like. Oh no, I want to go. You <laughs> told going, me. You told me going, to get spoilers. The spoil zone I is love, a slow I, zone. I, the spoil zone's a slow zone. Well, I <laughs> no I speeding go. Down. No speeding through the spoil zone. <laughs> so then the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, I want her voice. I want her voice spoiling please, every movie please, for please, me. Please. Yeah, slow, slow. So how do you get to bed? I listen to Maddie. I listen to Maddie Wager spoil movies to me while I sleep. That's how I get to sleep. <laughs> I I would take money if someone paid me to do that. I would take that money. Let's let's create a, a secondary podcast free for, free of charge. Unless you want to like, it's just it starts out as donation only. Yeah, Have pay you what on, you think this is worth. Yeah, like like on like on uh, what's the one? What's the free one? I don't know. What's the free SoundCloud? Oh, we yeah. put you on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and just distribute it out in the world. Are you spoiling movies very slowly. Slowly, <laughs> it I would totally be up there. Like, what's it called? I mean, what's the thing people listen to? People talking. Oh, uh, ASMR. Yeah, it would be the same thing. Yeah, there's just would be a very specific niche that we yeah. get you to do. I think that there's a market for that. <laughs> Little film nerds are going to want to hear someone spoil a movie very slowly. I feel like and I cannot they... go see movies, but I love hearing them spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> They're feeding off of it. <laughs> I don't think they would go to sleep to that. I think that's how they start the day. <laughs> they could be. It doesn't matter. I don't care how they choose it. We're just going to make money off of it Great. and Monetize give people some pleasure. This situation. Yeah, but we're, we're going to give them we're going to give them a couple for free, and then you have to come when you want and need your fix. We take your money. <laughs> Can put out some requests of what movies you want to be, what which movies you want spoiled. Take any requests. Um, Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So continue. Cool, cool. So that was the, a side note. Mm-hmm, continue mm-hmm. the synopsis of Rihanna. Well, I, I just want to, you know, it just, the whole thing is just so crazy. Uh, the, it's just a crazy wild ride. But my favorite scene is, is, so that we don't know exactly how the cat died, but we assume that West killed the cat and he wants to see if he can reanimate the cat. He wants to do experiments on it. And or you could trust that he did find the cat dead with his head. Well, like yeah, he says, he with, just his, can't ever with his trust head his stuck in a jar and suffocated. Oh, yeah, he said, mm-hmm. Cause uh, cats, because cats do do weird things. Because it could have been like maybe he was trying to, maybe he was trying to, you know, stay away from it all. But then that cat, he found mm. the cat dead and re got the itch going again. I think he killed it. Okay. Two ways to look He's at just, it. Well, okay. <laughs> Gruber. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just threw him in there. Two ways to look about, look at it. Um, so, yeah. My favorite scene, though, is is when he does reanimate the cat. Rufus. Right. A dog named cat. A dog a, named a cat. A cat named a dog's name. And it's the best scene because it's clearly a stuffed animal. On a guy's back. Stuck to a guy's back. Stuck to his guy, a guy's yeah, back. And he's just like freaking out. It's and on Herbert West attacking her. on Warner. West. Yes. He just brought him back to life. And then uh, Dan comes downstairs because he hears all this like noise. And then he sees... Uh, this crazy cat like attached to his back and just a lot of physical so much <laughs> it looked again I, as I said while we were watching it, what a fun scene to film Ugh. they just taped this fake cat to and you get to throw yourself around yeah right? and then eventually throw the cat against the wall see a little bit of brain bits mm-hmm. but then it keeps coming then then there's like one shot where the cat's face is coming towards the camera and that must have just been a nice little, little like puppeteer job. Yeah, you it sent you giggling. Oh. Uh, it's face. <laughs> 
It's a little stupid little face just coming towards the camera. Uh, yeah, just the the physicality of that scene is so insane and wonderful. Uh, yeah. Um, we haven't know. finished the synopsis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You have not finished Here's the, the synopsis. Here's the thing. Is I was very much enjoying this movie and I have like rewatching it now, but I've also I was realizing that every time I have watched this movie it was when I was in an uh Inebriated? not sober state. Okay. Thanks. So <laughs> this is the first time you watched it sober. sober. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little slow. A little slow. Uh still enjoyed it. Or it's like one of those movies that you want to be doing bits the entire time. Oh, I mean I was. Yes. I, I definitely realized that. I still it we'll get to it. It didn't deter me from enjoying the movie though. Good. Like I didn't but we'll get to that after you The finish. enjoyment. Yeah. It, <laughs> we'll just, get to the, the enjoyment, enjoyment of the scale. movie. <laughs> And what I thought of this movie after you finished the synopsis <laughs> that seems to have an no hour end later. To it. <laughs> this the lo- this episode I'm just gonna title the longest synopsis of all time. <laughs> I'm a little bit slow. It's okay. People love it. They haven't paid for it, but they want to. <laughs> Come on, guys, so, drop yeah. some do- do- dollars in the yeah, in the Venmo for the for the, the s- for spoiler zone. <laughs> So the cat scene happens. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, there's <laughs> the professors of the medical school. His like, name is, the character's name is Dr. Carl Hill. Carl Hill, yes. So that's the creepy dude um, who um, has like immediate beef with uh, West. He has a beef, well, West doesn't respect him. Right, he has beef with him. Then he has a class. beef with Dan because Dan is the dean's. Boyfriend, which he the has dean's a daughter's daughter, boyfriend. yeah, daughter's boyfriend, and then it's really creepy because he has the, a crush. He has on like a the unhealthy daughter. crush, an obsession. Yeah, well, that comes that comes a little bit later. We don't yeah. realize how deep it is, but yeah. So there's a lot of beef going on, and then um, basically West gets uh, Dan involved in his experiments immediately. Like mm-hmm. Dan's like, okay. I guess I'll help you. As There's, soon as the cat. As soon as the cat. The cat happens and he's like, you have to help me. And he's like, uh. He's I mean, a little bit excited about it. He's like, you can't, oh, you, my gosh. I think so. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe, like, where's that character motivation coming from? Why does he know that he's not actually Save, that, I mean, Well, he's not that good. Because remember, he tries to revive that woman he, at the beginning. Yeah. He lets a fat woman die at the beginning. Unfortunately. <laughs> like, they, like. It's. I'm it just w- saying, like they like. If, yeah. If you look at the casting. It's like well, get the most obese, like looking. No, woman. I think it's just like. It's just like someone who's willing to be naked. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so like there's so many naked bodies in this movie that I was like, oh god, like some people are down with that, like. Casting, like, I mean, I probably, would do. It. I do you mean, think that there must be people who are just like in that bubble of like they only do nude shoots? There oh, must no, be or, a nude circle. Yes, or there's just people that think that's their break. If I say right, yes to or this, it's like, but I think it's like a separate. I bet it's a separate group of like you know how there's extras who all yeah. like certain groups of people that like all know each other too. I oh bet yeah, and they're comfortably nude. Nude. nude they group. probably do it like they probably just do a lot of nude stuff. Yeah. Like their life's probably that's what nude. I mean. Yeah, they only, these are the kind of people that only wear like brown trench coats around, <laughs> never clothes. <laughs> so they could just take always off their, nude. Yeah, always nude except for that one layer that society says they have to have, which is a trench coat. Yeah, because it's the easiest thing to get. Or a robe. like if you're a nudist, think about it. Do mm-hmm. you want to put on all the clothing that society says you have to wear no, if you really overalls. just want to be naked? That's yeah, a like good a, choice. A onesie, overalls. Of some sort? Yeah, onesies are overalls, but trench coat is still. Yeah, but that's like because all you have to do is undo the wrap, the yeah, one rope yeah, in the middle, and, you and an, you're done. A flasher. That's, yeah, but like think about it. You walk <laughs> like no, you walk through the door. You just have to undo it and drop it like a robe. <laughs> then why not a robe? I guess it's because robe outside. Is <laughs> <laughs> what People if a are going to be like, why are you like outside in a robe? Because society, at least in like. It's gonna be but like, society turns, man. turns a blind eye to a trench coat. But if you're wearing a robe out in public, they go, you're, you're getting eyes. You're getting eyes. They're going, what's that? What's their deal? I want a trench coat that has a terry cloth lining. 
So it's I, a trend. It's a coat robe. Ooh, so it's like soft inside. It's a it's coat. Cherry cloth? Yeah. A coat robe. You, so you want to be a nudist. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> First, I want to get paid to do Great. slow spoilers. Great. Then so I those be a new people. So. Gosh, where would continue where that's not It's so slow that then I forget where I left off. You left off. Okay, so the yeah the the, the uh, professors. Yeah. Yes. So. So now they're got, they're the cat happens, and then yeah we're past the cat. Then then he ropes in his buddy. His and then his buddy roomie. goes and talks to Dean, and then he thinks he's crazy. The boyfriend. Oh right right right. He immediately thinks that he's, which is just. I think it's just because the only motivation is they already don't like him because he's a bad doc. He's a bad, like, student doctor. Well, the dean is already really protective of his daughter. For sure. And so he's, like, already doesn't like this dude because he's, like, you say you're going on study dates, but really you're boning. Yeah, they've been boning. So, uh, yeah, so when Dan, Dan, when he um, explains to the dean what all has been going on, like, I saw his cat get reanimated. He's, yeah. he's crazy. And then he expels him? Or he mm-hmm. expels both him and West, which is crazy. Well, to I do don't that know to if someone. West is even included in that. It just seems like yeah, West is he? Yeah, because he was uh, like, he's expelled too, I think. Oh, probably. But which is crazy because he's not even in the room. He's like, I'm going to just take care of both of you right now. And it's just word of mouth too. He could have been like, yeah, you're not, so whatever, go back to class. <laughs> <laughs> now you're done. So, so you could say it's all the dean's fault because if he just like heard them out momentarily, maybe this all could have been resolved and they wouldn't have gotten to this I think, place. Yeah, it boils down to like really poor communication. Very true. Yeah, because the dean, because the dean just immediately doesn't want to hear them. What do they do? Continuing with the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Our poor listeners are just like get to the okay, uh, tell me what this movie's it. about. What that's the. Th- <laughs> that's the thing that's why I wanted to watch this movie because I need to figure it out <laughs> okay keep going so wait what does happen next so they do that, another this is when they sneak back into the morgue because they're trying to get more oh, further yeah. proof right. this is where they, they bring to life the muscle man yeah. oh god the muscle another man nude, here I'm going to streamline man. it yeah help me streamline the muscle man then the dean is there and says you aren't supposed to let them back in here dean leaves his daughter upstairs he goes down to the morgue Mm-hmm. Then gets attacked by the muscle man. So yeah, essentially but, gets killed. But, so, yeah. But the muscle man gets the weird glow gets the, juice. He gets the glow juice that brought him back to life. So yeah. he's freaking out. Yeah. Glow juice. The dean dies. Mm-hmm. West is really excited because he's the most fresh they've they've had. So they bring the dean back to life. Yeah. Then the daughter shows up. Second time she sort of like showed up at the very end of, tell of, in the end tell of things. Previously yeah. the cat. Yeah, oh then yeah, did just, she, she did then, show up for the cat. Yeah, at the very end. She always weird. shows up at the end and is like, what the <laughs> fuck just on? happened? Yeah. <laughs> and our, their only response really is, what are you doing here? Um, but then, then uh, so then they make up some excuse that he went crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he gets put into an insane assignment that's weirdly attached to the, the, the Dr. Carl Hill's office. And yeah, he has like a, his, his He has office. like an observation room of a padded room in his office. Yeah. But they put the dad in who's essentially dead so you think that they're just all gonna believe this and move on but lo and behold the doctor knows what's going on goes to West tries to blackmail him into giving him him so he can have the discovery himself West then chops his head off with a with a shovel gosh you're very Re- good at this Re- I'm terrible <laughs> no, you're not. I just want to talk about other things with you than just the synopsis of the movie so we gotta get it out of the way I should have said that at the beginning and, I mean, and this is synopsis. literally just laying it all out spoiling it all just to get it out of the way and then we can sparse it as we talk about it later but as we continue to talk about it but then like I don't feel I don't feel sober now after watching it. I feel like the shovel went through my. I feel like I got. Lobotomized. It's a crazy movie. I can understand that, hundred <laughs> percent. So then, he reanimates the doctor headless and his mm-hmm. body. And then mm-hmm. that doctor uses his bot and his his detached body to knock Wes out, steal everything. I don't know yes. how we got everything yeah, back want- to the office because he had to carry his head. That yeah. doesn't make sense. Goes back. Then has a weird plan that they don't explain exactly. He just lets the dad out to go get the daughter. 
Then the daughter brings the daughter so he can fucking sexually abuse her, Ugh, sexually so assault her as a discappy dad. But it's also a great creepy villain. Totally. It's problematic, 100%. But I'm not yeah. hiding that. Yeah. But, and, it, yeah, like, if you have a fear of getting filleted by uh, a detached head. Or just then, an older man. And then to yeah. top on, on top of that, he <laughs> happens to be a filleted head. <laughs> but then so, other bodies are reanimated. The doctor says, yes, I now have this lobotomy that I know how to do with a laser drill that allows me to have give that gives their free will to me. They attack everybody. Then the dad's fought, the dad's love for his daughter breaks through, and he destroys the doctor. They escape, and then that guy gets ripped. And then the dean gets ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite moments out Ugh. of this movie was when Wes goes, "No, I have a theory," and he goes, "Overdose." He does it in the funniest way. Overdose, and he's holding both syringes like guns. He's like a cowboy for the moment. He goes and double doses the doctor, the doctor's body, the villain. That breaks him up, and a big tentacle comes out. Ugh. We'll talk about your aversion fear. to te- fear of tentacles. Oh Grabs God. him. Very H.P. Lovecraft image. That's his thing. Then, so that takes care of Wes. They, the two escape, but on the escape, two bodies, two animated bodies attack them. One gets hold of her, which when I say her, Megan, she gets choked pretty much to death. He yeah. run, gets her up. Dan gets her up to the hospital. They try to revive her, which is a repetition of the beginning of him not being able to revive the woman because he's a terrible doctor. Yeah. Then this, he loses her. They all leave because this is just standard standard procedure. When you lose a patient, <laughs> everyone just, leaves the room. <laughs> just leaves the room and just leaves you there to deal with her. Um, and then at that point, he pulls out the green syringe, set, pull, pull, pumps her full some of it, and then goes, "I love you." Blackout, and then screams from back in. Ooh, why would you want to be with someone that's reanimated but is just in pain all the time? So, that is our synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) See you you next week. Okay, bye. Let's go back for part two (laughs) where we talk about our about us watching the movie after that two-hour synopsis. That molasses of a synopsis. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) My brain is not. You're great. I love it. You're Mm. great. So. The big question is, why? <laughs> why, Maddie? Why? Did you want to why did you want me to see this movie? Um Well, I think it was <laughs> Well, why not? I mean, this movie has a cult following and is like so bonkers and uh I remember I just saw it I think like 4 years ago and there's like been a handful of movies that like I've seen later in life that I'm like this is so bad good. Right. So it was one of those movies, like, I saw Face Off a couple of years ago, and I can't believe I, I hadn't seen it. That was a movie I grew up with. I a lot of people. Yeah. I somehow, like, missed the I boat with that one. I don't think it holds up as well. Oh. A lot of people try to, like, fight for it, and I'm like, it's bad. Oh, no. It's bad good, though. It's really fun like to watch. Whole, yeah. It, I, I would agree. I think in a group. I tried to watch it yeah. alone. No, 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 no. Again, this and is... I was like, fuck this movie. But then no. I can see as a group how fun it would be. Yeah. That's it'd how be it almost, It'd be room-esque, some of the choices. Like the whole like weird way of showing affection by rubbing your son's face oh, or your daughter's face. Oh, the face waterfall. Yeah. That is yep. – if, if anybody did that to me, I'd be mm. like, you stop. Stop it. It's one. I don't know where your fucking palms been. Wait, to uh, plug another podcast in here. Have you heard the uh, "How Did This Get Made" about? Yes, that I one? no. I've never watched. I oh. haven't listened to that. I've only listened to one episode of that podcast. The face, which was one's great. I'll have to um, listen to it. Thanks yeah, for plugging it, a very much funnier podcast. <laughs> Super <laughs> well known. I'm real aggro about it. <laughs> Sorry. How this get made? The face off episode. Watch it. Uh, watch it. I can listen guarantee to it. it's great. Those guys are funny. Yeah, they're great. Um, yeah. So I think this fits in that category of like movies I saw later on that I know have a following, and it's just so bonkers. And I love all the practical effects. Mostly, I just wanted you to see that cat scene because I felt like maybe you could play that role. You want me to play the cat? <laughs> you want me to play the cat? <laughs> Listen, we just spent the last hour and a half together watching this movie because the first time I saw it, I thought Dave Christensen should have played that stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 
I want that to be the truth. That would make a great cat. Okay, then I'll leave. <laughs> the truth is. No. Make a cat. Great cat. <laughs> Dave Christian. I think you could have played uh, West. There's one role he could do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I, think, I hate. Okay, you hate West. Though. Yeah, but I hate him. Here, okay, great. You could play like the parody version of of this, but you can't really parody it. But I okay, I, I want to get into that then. So mm-hmm. here, here, like, this is a good like tipping point to just to talk about my experience. So I enjoyed this movie. Okay, good. I thought it was very entertaining. Like, good. even for like, I get what you meant, like the good bad. But I don't think this movie's that far off the mark. Like, I don't watch this. I didn't watch this movie thinking, oh, God, they really were trying for something and they fucking missed. And now we're enjoying like a laugh at it. Totally. It's no, no. more of like, no, they're they're hitting exact. It feels like it's like student Gordon, who's the director, who did another H.P. Lovecraft movie that I've been wanting to see. Which one is that? Uh, beyond this or beyond something. Uh, it stars the guy that plays West in it as well. Oh. Um, he ugh. liked him. Uh his creepy, he's creepy so face. Cre- perfectly creepy. Ugh, his perfectly. Mouth. It's his called lips. From Beyond. It's another H.P. Lovecraft movie. Um, I think that one gets a little more sexual in uh, the nature. Okay. From what I've heard of it, you can watch it and tell me about it. Give uh, me the uh, sped up uh, spoilers. Synopsis. No, we'll slow it down. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Spoils on slow. Spoils on <laughs> slow. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, so. With that said, like. Yeah, they're they're limited by sort of like the the special effects, but I like like you said, I like the weird, creepy, practical mm-hmm, effects mm-hmm. Um, and the creepy story of it. I knew also that you would like it for different reasons than I would like it. It's kind of like I knew you would like it, but it's it's also like when I know kind of your taste or uh, like someone's music taste, I'm like, I think you would like this thing, or I think you need to see it. Yeah, so it just it kind of tucked away is something I was like. It's one of those movies that's always stuck out to me is like, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Uh, for sure. And that you'd probably have an appreciation for it. I I think you're right on the money with that. Um, yes. Right on the money. Because it just, there's something perfectly creepy about it. And when it even go, it already like sets its tone to be a little out of this world. Because mm-hmm. the acting is a little, everybody's sort of playing every note. Like they're playing every word almost literal yeah do you know what i mean oh yeah that's very melodramatic and like yeah yeah there's no subtlety to anything Mm -mm. like you know that doctor (laughs) the first meeting where they're having dinner with the Mm. with dr dean and his daughter are all eating you immediately like you know oh that doctor wants to wants to screw your daughter it's insane that you dean cannot see that (laughs) yeah or you can yeah it's like and it's just there's sort of like no subtlety to anything anybody's Mm-mm. doing in this movie. I love Even that. Even West so is just like, that are wears like... his creepiness. Oh, it's just so fun. I would love <laughs> You want to be in him? Yeah, I want to be in Like, where it's so melodramatic and so, like, it's so funny because I was also thinking about Wet Hot American Summer, too. Like, yeah. especially in one of the scenes where, uh, was it when the big muscly guy or maybe, no, it was another scene where they were just, like, tearing everything apart. It felt like it's that the scene. Dr- it's the one where they're looking for they're somewhere in the camp, that scene, and they're yes. running through everything and they're yeah, yeah. not with no purpose, just knocking everything yeah, down. They're in the Very office. Great scene. Yeah. That reminded me of a scene in this. And they just scream. <laughs> oh, that's exactly this kind of acting. It's and, so and it's like it's fun. like this acting where they're trying to push people to a raw place, but because it's not it's already it's like they're already playing on the surface. And I, as an actor, I know this place. Where you're just kind of like sort of you're not going deeper, you're just playing on the surface and you're adding to it. Yeah. We we've all experienced it in acting class and whatever we've project all you've experienced it, except as for actors. Me. Yeah. You're you're all here such a perfect <laughs> actor. Um but Thank Yeah, you. so they're just adding on so it just gets it gets so over it gets above the ground. Mm-hmm. It never is grounded. But it's like because there's not one performance that's not that it all fits in place in this movie. Yeah, it's all weirdly. in that world. Yeah, you're like, all right, I get it. It's already an outrageous Except world. Except for the um, security guard, like he was pretty chill the whole time. Like he was dumb, but I wanted to see him but flip out. There's sort of like, uh, and tell me if this is. I think there's sort of an inherent racism to his oh, character for sure. because yeah. they, one, he's a, they cast him as this black security guard who's one lazy. Yeah. 
two, they're just making cool. It's such like a mm. weird like late seventies, mm. early eighties sort of stereotype of a black male. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I just cool, of, laid yeah. back. That's why you can get past me. Then when shit comes, I'm gonna run away. Very much a racial yeah. fucking tone that you're like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I like him. He's very charming. Yeah. As that character, but, but it's sort of like you think about it, it's a bit of a racial thing yeah, that the, the writer is kind of like probably jerk off. Jerk off on point. his job and you're like, yeah. <laughs> And the rest of the cast is white. But I did, yeah. And they're rich and pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Those dimples on Dan. Yeah, those dimples on Dan. But there's there's a lot that's enjoyable just by the simplicity of these funny, like, keynote scenes. Like, the cat attacking scene Mm. is is outrageous. On top of, like, even, like, the other zombie-esque scenes. I don't know what else to call them. The reanimated. Yeah. Probably better to call them the reanimated scenes because they're not... They're not traditional zombies at all, but those scenes like are they're outrageous, but they're done in such a tonally matching yeah. with the rest of the movie that they yeah. don't take you out of place of the movie. They keep your attention. And I love the like you were really geeking out over the villain, like the um, the teacher who um, he, he has like, a severed what, head. Yeah, the severed head teacher who then carries it around and like a That's little such b- like pale, like yeah. a little pan. <laughs> it's such a bold, fun fucking choice to have this yeah. creepy guy like, yeah, now I'm just going to carry my head around and just keep going on with my plans. Every once in a while, i got to feed a little bit of blood because <laughs> it needs it. Yeah. It's still breathing. And you could, and I didn't, and we never understood his, other than like, I'm going to put my mouth on this girl's boobs uh, and try to go down on her uh, while I have a severed head, which is grotesque. What else did he what was he trying else to accomplish? Uh, yeah, does he there expect was, something a long term thing? Like I love you, you're gonna love me. Yeah, I'm not attached what? to my body. Um, or is it just like, well, now I'm. Or is it just that's the ant? Or is it? It's all a commentary on the animal instinct of coming back because some people are animated and they're just pure animal, mm-hmm. like ravage. Mm-hmm. But his is this heightened. Even though his is a heightened, like he's the most one that's animated that can. Acknowledge yeah. things and control people, that's a good point. but he's also animalistic in the sense that, like, oh, I just want my urge taken care of. Ugh. So is it just a comment? Another comment? Because most sci-fi is a commentary on us. That yeah. if we were reanimated in a sense, H.P. Lovecraft and the Stewart are saying, like, you want you're just going to go back to your primal urges, Ugh. which isn't good. We should just die in the sense they're just saying we should all die because <laughs> all we have are, are our primal urges in the end, and those aren't good. Oh, and then why does he have? I understand. Like, why the tentacle? I I think the tentacle is just it's a visual thing that I know it's just. Oh, if you watch so... anything H.P. Lovecraft, that yeah, they come in. Tentacles is a huge thing. Cthulhu, because, Cthulhu, is that? Do I say uh, it Cthulhu? Right? Yeah, Cthulhu has like tentacles Disney? on his face. Oh, see, that's why I haven't watched. Uh, that. Well, the Cthulhu, I don't think Cthulhu has ever. I could be wrong, but I don't think Cthulhu has ever appeared in a movie. Oh. It's in his literature. About. And then there's drawn oh, right. images of him. But you've seen the tentacle images. Like, yeah, I he's in. It. I, I haven't seen the other one from Beyond, but I've seen images. That has a lot of tentacles in it, I think. Oh, yeah. That's... Uh, I mean, Slither. Did you ever see that horror movie, Slither? No. Nope. That's some H.P. Lovecraft. That's a James Gunn movie that has a little bit of H.P. Lovecraft-like imagery uh, with what the main villain becomes and stuff. And then... Um, there's a movie that I like a lot from the, In the Mouth of Madness. Mm. It's a John Carpenter movie. You could stand this one because even the tentacles are like very John like Carpenter. brief. Are very brief and oh, you should see this movie. I mean, then. I love horror movies and I love John Carpenter. Then watch so In the Mouth of Madness. It's but, like this. Uh-huh. It lives in a world that's sort of heightened because what the storyline is is it's an author that's sort of like a Stephen King author and then one day they like he goes missing and these two people are hired to go find this author and they end up in the town that he's been his books exist in mm. and it just gets weird from there but it ends in such a the word I'm going to use is terrible like a deliciously funny uh. note of like commentary on mass media but also it plays into because the classic thing with H.P. Lovecraft is that his literature it talks about a lot about, about literature that if you read it it will drive you mad 
Mm-hmm. But then it plays into that into a bigger note with cinema and makes a comment. It's it ends See, it, it has an ending to a movie that I like makes me smile and so happy. And you go through madness to get to it, and then oh. you just are, you're overjoyed by the way. And Sam Neill's <laughs> in it, and he's great. And mouth if you haven't in the mouth of madness, okay. I I watched it like two maybe one or two years ago, and because I, I was just like I like John Carpenter, and I was like I'll watch his horror movies because I love the thing. Mm-hmm. And oh man! Yeah, and I that saw has that tentacles. Yep. See those tentacles. Those those are tentacles that are very uh, H.P. Lovecraft. That are yeah. like sort of just that way. But there's just I just know that comes from his literature. But I again, right. you're talking to somebody that's very uneducated. I've never read officially. I think I bought. I think for you know ninety nine cents his collected work, <laughs> and I have yet to read them. But they're like supposed to be so it. good. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've inspired so many people to his totally. literature throughout horror and right and stuff um yeah i don't I'm know do a little book club we should have a little horror book club a little horror book club a horror book club <laughs> no spoils on a horror book club though. no never <laughs> but leave that for podcasts that people can venmo us too okay yeah yeah <laughs> venmo to support our book yeah. club yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest book club we had to start a GoFundMe to have a book club they, they uh, use the little emojis to pay for the Venmo. It's just like yeah. a little little uh, skull in a little book. Little skull. Skull book. In a book. Great. Love it. They should have a tentacle in there. Nope. They should. They should have a tentacle emoji. They should have a, a Cthulhu emoji just to freak people out. Uh, yeah. That would be the best. Um, so I – this might be off. I think I've talked – we talked around it. I enjoyed it. I think there's things about it. I really it's hard it's a movie that I think is hard to explain like that's why the spoiler was so slow yeah like you can't like even me trying to like oh yeah you've seen that like the imagery is just like cool like the thing even though I think the the movie the thing it's special effects hold up today yeah but this one like they're pretty close like but his like the body puppetry and stuff is really fun and and entertaining and good and they don't try to they don't go too far with anything and like they're not stretching themselves yeah I'm just gonna guess that the budget there was probably a significant difference in budget yeah (laughs) for sure you're totally I think you're 100% probably right on that yeah but um, this is a movie I was while watching it and this is what I bring this back to you saying I could play Herbert West (laughs) Let's I'm, talk more about me playing that role of the cat. <laughs> well, the only reason I say is like I was pretty surprised. This is a movie that I watched it. I was like, I'm surprised no one's remade this. Yeah, because I think you, if you did it right, mm-hmm. you could make a damn good version of this oh, movie. Oh, for sure. And you couldn't. You couldn't make it too. You couldn't overcomplicate it. You couldn't try to recreate the way they. The, what makes this so culty and pop pulpy? You can't try to do that again. But I feel like you could take a good director that somebody like, even though I didn't, I wasn't absolutely in love with it, but I loved elements of it. Like the guy that did uh, It Follows. Oh, yeah. Or the guys that do Stranger Things. I think you mm-hmm. could recreate a version of the reanimator that would be updated and updated, really. Updated, but still a little nostalgic. Cause nostalgic and in the yeah. vein of it, mm-hmm. but be updated to the, to like new commentary mm, and just I better love acting. It. I would. You know what I mean? More yeah. grounded and. Who do you think would? Play I mean, if you can good... make fucking, you can justify in movies now, like why Thor exists and right. Hulk and all that. Why could you not do that with this I'd... kind of material? I uh, at one point I was like, reanimator the music musical would be cool. But that I would think be cool. That has, making, I think it, I bet they I have, but they're I making everything they to do a musical. And they I'm not, a, I'm not a huge guy that loves musicals. I, I appreciate I musicals. Not a stage version, but I think you're. I, that'd be fun, and yeah. they could do a lot on stage with it. Oh yeah. There's a lot like the, of blood. You could do, oh, come on. Think about yeah. it. Um, if you do reanimated musical, you have to have a number where Dr. Carl Hill and his head are singing. Oh, and then there's together. a tap dance number yes. with his body, oh. his, de- his unanimated, his reanimated body. I mean, there's gold in there for that. So, so somebody make it. it or we should do it. <laughs> no. but who what do an you, undertaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> So who do you think would play the um, West if it were remade today? Me. Okay. Are we really? Are we no, really, you're the cat. Uh, Guy Pierce could play him, but he's a little older now. But he has yeah. a similar face structure that would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, or God, like, you know, oh, you, you know who would have been great, but he died. 
I do really mean that. Anton Yelchin would have been a, like a really interesting West, Herbert West. Because I think Anton Yelchin could have been brought. I don't know who that is. The guy that played uh, the young in the new Star Trek movies. He was the young oh. Russian. And he sadly died like last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah, would have yeah. been perfect because he could have bring like a like a heart. Like, because that's the thing is a new movie. You need to drop a lot of Herbert mm-hmm. West being creepy. Mm-hmm. You need to bring, you need to highlight his obsession with death. But so you could follow him as an audience. Right, we right, now right, want right. to follow him through to his weird experiments. Yeah. And get people to believe you would. You probably would need you wouldn't need Dane. You'd remove it. You'd remove the Dane character. Do you but know what, what I mean? About those You'd only need Herbert West and then him having yeah. a relationship with somebody else. Right. Um, what about uh, what's his face? Um, Danish girl. Uh, Danish girl. Oh, uh, oh my gosh! And yeah. he got an Oscar for playing what's uh-huh. his name, he, the Stephen Hawking. Yep. I don't remember. Yeah. He seems a little older too, though. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to put him in college. Oh yeah. So it's like that's why I went with Yen, Yen Tan Yelchin, unfortunately. But I don't know what other actor, and I'm not uh, to okay. date on like the young actors right now. I mean, I maybe that guy from Goosebumps that's now on Thirteen Why. I'd he was in the Goosebumps movie. I can't think of his name right How now. How was the Goosebumps movie? I actually found the Goosebumps surprisingly entertaining. Like, I wouldn't go, I need to watch it ever again. But it came up on, like, HBO Go one time, like, around holidays. And I watched it. And I was like, oh, let's just it watch dribble? it. It wasn't dribble? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't dribble? <laughs> That's it I was thought. enjoyable? Yeah, I thought it was entertaining. And I think Jack Black is very entertaining as playing oh, R.L. Stein. Okay. Like, he gets you through it and he's entertaining. For a big fluff movie, it's fine. This David Dylan Minnette, this guy, I'll show you. Let me pull up. Oh, yeah. I think he could. He could give a little heart to it. Definitely. Dylan Minnette, whatever. And he's young. He's like 20, so he could play that college age. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was looking at the other actor, but I don't know. Yeah, him. no. Um, I think you have, because that's the only way you could make this movie, remake it, and like, for new audiences, you have to have like that lead. We have to like... You gotta hook him in. You gotta hook him in with me, like, following you through on your weird experiment. Right. Because this one just sort of, like, Stuart Gordon sort of just, like, throws us in. Yeah. And that's the that's the biggest flaw of it, is that there's nothing really explained until, like, after the fact. And we, yeah. But it's fun. At the same time, it's like, I believe it. I'm watching the, the liquid glow is so green. You're like, well, it has to be supernatural. <laughs> we don't need to explain it to me. Of course it brings people to life. It glows fluorescent. Yeah, I would like to see that scene of, like, how that was made. Like, how it was, uh, seems how like he, it's, like, glow sticks. I mean, they're... Oh, yeah. There's, there's I would the, like to see a scene where he just breaks up glow sticks and he's like, this is going to reanimate humans. Yeah. And animals. <laughs> You're right. I don't know that and but wait it, evo- there's there a reanimation reanimator evolution coming okay oh I think there was year? another one pursued by there's wait what there's another movie coming out but I don't <gasps> know November an ambitious neuroscientist what? pursued by the police an ambitious neuroscientist uses a uh that seems a little much cast is odd it's like people that are just like older not that well, it's that bad well that guy it's looks just... like his headshot looks well, like he's, he's a, from, from I know a barbershop this guy. Car- he was in quartet. Lord of the Rings he was Squid Tongue or Brad what was Dureth yeah he was Worm Tongue that's his name Ew. yeah and he was in One Flew Over the Cruise. he's a yeah he's been around forever <gasps> and he was in Chucky he might be the voice of Chucky to oh honest, god I started to rewatch Chucky a few months ago. And how did and, that hold up? Um, it's, I, uh, it's still pretty disturbing. That the voice really does it. Really? Oh God, it's so terrible when it's just like that. His voice out of the, coming out of that doll and just like you bitch. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very. He's, he's, that's very true. He's got a foul mouth, that little doll. Because <laughs> he's it's a serial killer. Yeah. It's a serial killer. Uh, it was it was a wild ride. That's I think they did multiple sequels to this movie because there's the Bride of Reanimator in '89 oh. that I'm looking at. And oh. it has that doctor's head again. And the head is back. Yeah, it's oh. like the same. He's in like the same guy, <gasps> Jeffrey Combs, who played. Oh, it looks like they brought back Bath. 
back bath. They brought back both. They brought back both for this Bride of Reanimator in '89. I felt like Dan. Ooh, I felt like Dan's character kind of like, especially that moment when he carries. Um, it was it Megan Megan, yeah, Megan out. It felt so. Um, uh, uh, Sam Raimi. Um, yes. It felt like. Like what's it? D- um, what's Evil Dead. Yeah, not Evil Dead, like but the other Ash one. Or the other Sam. one where he's like big old buff dude. Big old Army of Darkness. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's Ash. Okay. Same character. Is I, it? I mean, I prefer. Yeah. Because Evil Dead, there's Evil Dead, <laughs> then they remade Evil Dead into Evil Dead 2. Right. Then Army of Darkness is the sequel to those. Because um, he leaves the cabin and he gets transported back. Yes, yes. I prefer it. Army of Darkness, even though the others are enjoyable. Yeah. Army oh, I Darkness like Evil Dead quite a bit. So I just love Army of Darkness. It's so yeah. fun. And I remember it being a movie, I, I distinctly remember seeing the cover for that movie at Blockbuster and wanting to rent oh it. My, my mom said no. And I'm, I think it was just because it was rated R. And then when you watch it later on, you're like, this movie was harmless. Yeah. Like, Army of Darkness is harmless. It just got, like, an R rating for, like... Is that the like, one where it, he has the chainsaw arm? Yeah. Okay, and then, he ends then up, I have seen it. And then he also has, like, an R... He gets an R, a robotic yes, arm. Yes, And he okay. fights monsters in medieval Death. times. Yeah. Yeah. What a I'm, what a time. What a time. <laughs> what a time, those medieval <laughs> times of those time travelers. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> so before we wrap up, I mean, great. This was an enjoyable movie. I, I it was not a single wasted moment. Oh, good. I'm I so glad. I do. I do want someone to really do like a cool remake, remake. of it. Mm-hmm. Don't like. It seems like they're just kind of rehashing whoever owns the rights mm-hmm. or rehashing with these old actors. Oh, but I would geek out if, like, as you said, like the It Falls crew or Stranger Things. Like, I yeah. would. I would eat that up. Me too, and I think they could do a good job of it because they even did one in 2003 called Beyond Reanimator, oh, and it's the same damn actor. No. Stuff like that just makes me go like, that's good for you, you're working, but like, oh, you had other roles yeah. that were better. But anyways. I'm very curious I mean, as to what that actor is like in real life. I bet he's like the nicest guy. I feel like people in those kind of careers end up being the nicest guys. They, they're, they're, like, either, they're polars. They're yeah. either fucking assholes and divas or they're like the nicest people. Mm. There's yeah, never like the they're never on that. I think that he's probably an a-hole. You think so? Because he's in a movie. <laughs> he's in the movie The Frighteners, it says, and I like his character a lot in that we'll movie. We have to watch some interviews with him or something. Get to the yeah, bottom we'll of that. I'm very curious. We'll definitely have to. Uh, but it was enjoyable. I really liked a lot of it. Um, I'm so glad. Really fun, really fun to watch. I, yeah, I said. I mean, this is a side note on top of like, if Stranger Things people made this, remade it, it'd be perfect. Like just today, they announced that like Guillermo del Toro's mm. Hellboy three was can't was pretty much in buried and gone. But the rumors they're spreading is that the one of the guys that did Stranger Things <gasps> is picking up, and they're going to do oh a reboot of Hellboy. And if you look behind you, Uh-oh. I have all these library editions. You can see how much I love Hellboy. Oh, I have all yeah. six. There's a seventh coming, which I cannot yeah. wait. There's some giant Hellboy I books. I love Hellboy. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. And I'm like, they handle it. I'm hoping. And it's the guy from Stranger Things. The rumor is that the guy that plays the chief. So you're going to eat that Is <gasps> fucking, is going to play Hellboy. Oh my gosh. And I think that one, it will be a different take. They won't make like this super fantastic. I feel like they'll ground it because mm-hmm. and, and if they do the one thing I want them to do, I don't know. I'm geeking out on this for <laughs> yeah, no you're reason. Getting really I love Hellboy so much. I hope they place it in the time period that they do because in the movie they did this weird thing. They jumped it towards modern times. Mm-hmm. And they're like he ages slow like a dog or some bullshit. And but that in the comic books, it takes place in the real like he ages with us so Mm -hmm. he gets introduced to our world in the 40s so when he's grown up it's 1970s and he's in he now works for the bureau of like paranormal investigations and everything and research i've bbbrd i'm messing it up but i hope they do that i hope they do like sort of time period with him and give like a retelling of history you know what I mean yeah I love that stuff and then there's a period of course he makes up to modern times but there's a whole storyline where he disappears oh boy because everything's trying to kill him and get him to be use his right hand of doom blah 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 but I was just excited I think there's these new people that have like 
an appreciation for old things like this reanimator and like old movies oh, but they yeah. don't come to the table going we're just gonna they're not like film students they're like we gotta remake those old movies they they have an acknowledgement they're like we can't remake that that's the, an arrow that's gone so we have to just do our new new, new version with homage to it which right. I highly appreciate because I hate when shit just people try to remake right or like they don't make it like they used to so they try to do it and you're like nah, no, yeah no. it's like Superman Returns you tried to make a Richard Donner movie Mr. Singer and it's boring as fuck right <laughs> or it's like the new Muppet movie was made by what's his face who's a huge Muppet fan and it successfully works right yeah I haven't seen it so <gasps> weird oh, I haven't seen it yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know why I should great. see it it's supposed to be delightful you like Muppets, you like Muppets? I do I like Muppets <laughs> I don't think I think I, I think other people have more affinity mm-hmm. for Muppets mm-hmm. than I do but I like Muppets so, as we before we wrap up, my stupid tangent about Hellboy. I, that made up well, for that, your molasses. Shut <laughs> Just giving you a hard time. I love you. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't know anything about Hellboy, so thank you for going off on that tangent. Because uh, now I want to explore Hellboy. He's the best. He's great. He's the best. Uh, <laughs> he's just a great character. But uh, I have a question for you. My podcast is all about I will watch anything once. Mm-hmm. However, are is there a movie, a type of movie, a genre, a director, anything specific that Maddie mm-hmm. chooses not to watch that will you go out of your way not to see? Oh. You're like, no, thank you. Oh, yeah. What is it? The Saw movies. Okay. So torture porn. <laughs> yeah. No. Have you seen thank- them before? Nope. Okay. So you nope. never and I love horror co- movies. Yeah, you I like, love horror movies. What's I your favorite horror, horror movie? Um, if you had to name one. Oh gosh. You top three. If you um, have to go three. Yeah, I mean Halloween's definitely up there. I never love seen that. What We've the t- fuck? <laughs> Why didn't we do that today? <laughs> you got to pick. Don't look I at know. me. <laughs> I think I did put that on you, my that list. Was, that was on your short list and you went with this one. Um, I love Poltergeist. Ooh, I recently watched that for the first time. I love The Exorcist. You know, the big boys. Ooh. I have problems with The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I also love the campy ones. I love all the... I love... Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. God, Freddy Krueger is such a fucking nasty, scary villain. Um, ooh, can I... Can What are your top uh, favorite villains? That's a hard question. I know. Just because I've never thought about it. I know. Oh, I've thought about it. It's it's a fun I mean, question. Hans to Gruber. Think. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to think of your favorite villain and also their weapon of choice. Uh-huh. For example, like in No Country for Old Men, Ooh, I love the villain the, in that, and I love that he uses the air compressor. The, yeah, the air compressor. It's so fucked up it's and so dangerous. And, Ugh. Yeah, and also like I've never seen any other villain use it. Or like Frank Booth is another favorite villain of mine and it's not his weapon which one's Frank Booth Uh, um, Blue Velvet have you seen Blue Velvet I have I need to see it again I haven't seen it for a couple of years yeah I don't but it's not his weapon but he uses that weird like nitrous oxide tank or whatever that is a hard question I really don't think I have an answer no no sit on it right just because I you caught me off guard and that's the only thing I I was like oh what do I immediately go to no it's just something to think about and you know listeners out there and I was like Marvel and I was going to try to go to Marvel but I don't think Marvel has good villains I I mean they have enjoyable villains Mm -hmm. I don't think the the that's their been their biggest like complaint Mm -hmm. anyway and like critically is that they don't have like great villains but none of them really like stand out of like I need more of that villain even Loki's like great I like your motivation for you Loki and I think you're sort of an anti-hero more than you are a villain in the end Mm -hmm. so I don't but I don't have any like perfect choice for villains in that in that world. I forgot my favorite horror movie is The Shining. Ooh, Shining's brilliant. It's like my Absolutely. favorite movie in general. Like my favorite movies, either The Shining or Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Wow, very different. Those two very different. Very. <laughs> but take place in a man's insane mind. <laughs> Amanda, who's a man child, and one who's a writer. Think about it. Think They're about it. Makes really, sense. They really uh. Cookies. They, they're both like, yeah, they're both cookies. Yeah, they both have crazy houses. One's <laughs> yeah. filled with toys and one's filled with little g- spooky people. 
a lot of, oh, a lot of spooky, spooky people. A lot of spooky people. Doing weird stuff in other rooms. Um, a Shining is brilliant. Have you? Yeah. Did you watch the documentary about it? I didn't, because I heard mixed things about I it. I hated it. Okay. But, yeah, that's what because, I was, like, protected no, Because it. I just don't think they give enough... They don't really break down any of the theories. They just kind of, like, present you and go, ha, ha. Yeah. They don't really, like, break down evidence. But there's a video I should send you. I'll have to find the link to it where I... It sucked me in where a guy breaks down actually what he's trying to... His theory for that movie and mm-hmm. why uh, it's so perfectly creepy. Mm-hmm. It's because... Just a quick... Um, he breaks it down to, like... What he was trying to do is like, because Kubrick was so obsessed. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch that movie, there's a lot of continuity problems, but they're not continuity problems because you, if you look at all of Kubrick's movies, you go, how can there be continuity problems with this guy that's so like right. obsessed meticulous. and meticulous? And it's really what it is is that that movie's supposed to be it's a ghost story, mm-hmm. and most accounts that are recorded or reported about ghosts are not things floating in the air. It's about things subtly moving. Mm-hmm. Those are all the most reports that you hear about ghost stories. People are like, oh, the, you walked in and the cupboards were open or your things were. So if you watch that movie, things are moving and never in place. They never, they're always subtly. There's a, there's, there's a particular reason, uh, a particular example in this movie or that movie's like he's sitting there talking to his wife at his table, his, at his typewriter and there's a chair behind him yep. and then the cut, it disappears. And it cuts Ooh. back to him. And it's like, that can't be the thing that it's... So what it's believed is that Kubrick was just walking around, always moving stuff to give things this eerie displacement. Ugh. And there's no, and there's a sign. There's, and there's other examples. Yeah. The sign to the party moves uh-huh. throughout the entire yeah. movie. The rug. Um, Ooh, one of my favorite theories is is that, and I think it works, if there's ghosts always, and they're always, they're there before we realize it. When they're getting shown the hotel, all the people that are moving the things and yeah. cleaning up never acknowledge Jack and his family. Ooh, these are fun little yeah. tidbits. It's fun to, like, go down that yeah. hole and be like, cool, they're Because I think that matches more of, like, what right. the direct, like, Kubrick's like, it's a ghost story, so he's trying to give that... And those things make sense. Whereas, like, these other theories in that movie, I'm like, fuck off. These are just, like, the whole, like, yeah, Apollo the, theory. Uh, yeah. It's fun, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. And some of them are just like, yeah, it, it's maybe worth a watch. I just didn't. In the end, I don't think it's a good documentary. Totally. Personally. That's why I think I stayed away is because I heard so much, so many mixed things. I was like, I don't want it to taint my experience. But this one movie. I can find on YouTube is really cool. cool. Like, it really go because I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I can see. It's, he's And it's almost he's approaching it like, this is what the filmmaker's trying to do. Right. And it's based on just ghost things that have been, rec- like, reported. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so great. You have one movie you won't see, and that's torture porn. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, great. no no saw movies. No, great. thank you. Cool. Um, Everything else, I guess you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's all I see a lot of kids movies because I uh, babysit kids, and there's just been, gosh, I I really love a good animated movie, but there's been some that I'm just like, it's just torture. Like, can like, you give me for what's example, the last one? Free, Freebirds was so bad. Yeah, like they. Did you see that one? No, I, I don't mean, even I remember. Just think, I just, I've, I have actively tried to forget it. I think I got burned once. I think it was Ice oh, Age. BFG did it? Was pretty bad. Oh, was it? Yeah. I saw Ice Age and I was like, "What the fuck?" And that put me yeah. out of animated All movies I've, for a while. And then I, I, I think the how squirrel. the squirrel is so. I, I or whatever. I it is. am that thing. Yeah, but like, make it a short. Don't put it make a yeah, whole. I think they All did. the rest of the characters suck. In my opinion, but whatever. Totally. Uh, but the only thing that brought me back really to animation, and then I'm still way behind on it. I mean, Pixar has always been there, but like uh, Kung Fu Panda, love it. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one, weirdly. I've seen the first and the third. <laughs> Weird. Both of them are great. And uh, How to Train Your Dragons. Yeah. Those have been great. You but saw every- Up? Up was great. Yeah, Pixar's yeah. are great. Yeah, Pixar. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen Good Dinosaur and a couple of other. I have never saw Brave or anything, but yeah. I'm behind all that much. But overall... I'm with you on there. With you on that animation. Yeah, love a lot of them except when they're bad. Yeah, when they're bad, it's like as you just said, it's painful. It is because it's like they're dumb. They just don't just, work. Nothing yeah, lands. Like when jokes don't land, the jokes, they don't land. Yeah. Like have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet? Falling the two? second one. Yeah. No. There's a joke in there that I fucking it's mm. haunted me. Oh. And I talked about it in my like scary. 
Well, it's just because it's a dumb joke that you're just like, ooh, yeah, autonomy. It's in my bed. <laughs> Groups around at night, that joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, great. Well, we don't need to expound more on stuff that we hate. Yeah, that we hate. They have nothing to do with Reanimator. Uh, but. Maddie, thank yeah. you so much oh, for introducing me to Reanimator. Absolutely. It was a delight to watch it with you. Um, real quick, though, I have to ask one thing to really let us out. Mm. You have a podcast that's uh, going to be, mm. if not already out, as as aired. Can you out? Can you take I us can. out with a with um, a fart? Ooh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Go for it. I, I will take you out with a part uh, a real one and also a description of my podcast which is uh, I play a really silly game involving fart sounds and scenarios involving said fart sounds with a rot- rotating cast of comedians uh, the podcast is called Fart This it launches June 5th and here's a little sample <laughs> That's the sound of a fart coming out of one of the bodies right before it's getting reanimated. If you want more from Madeline Wager, you can follow her on Twitter at Madeline Wager and also on Instagram at Mad Wags. She performs a lot of great characters around the Los Angeles area. So if you just follow her on those social media avenues, you'll be able to go to one of her live shows. She's a very funny performer. You definitely want to check her out. Also, she just dropped her new podcast. It's all about farting and creating fart sounds from various comedians it check it out it's called fart this podcast it's definitely a new podcast you're going to want to check out again that is fart this i'm not going to attempt now to make a fart sound because i'm not a fartist maddie's a fartist so definitely check her out Thank you for listening to the podcast, and please go on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. More importantly, though, those ratings and the reviews will bring more listeners. So I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If there's something you think I'm doing wrong or something I'm doing great, whatever, you can reach out to me, keep up to date with what I'm watching currently, what I think of things out there, but also tell me what you think I should watch and discuss on the podcast if you want to. You can do that by following the podcast on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at IWWAO or just send me an email at IWillWatchAnythingOnce at gmail.com but I really appreciate all the listens I appreciate all the reviews that have already been dropped thank you so much and remember if you haven't seen it once you can't complain Do when I announce you, do you want Madeline or Maddie? I know it's always a thing. Let's do Madeline Wager. Wager. Yeah, you know Not how Wager. Yeah, Wager. You know what? A- like Jaeger. Jaegermeister. Yeah, I should say that. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.